Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. During Jesus' meal with the Pharisee, Jesus, discerning the thoughts of the Pharisee, begins to pronounce woes on some of the leadership of Israel. These were individuals who commanded respect from the people, and that is, they literally commanded respect. And here Jesus openly rebukes them. Today on Drawing Near, we take a brief look at his rebuke. Let's take our Bibles and open it to Luke chapter 11 and take a look at Woe to You. As we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And our Father in heaven, we thank you for Jesus Christ, not only his humility, but also his authority. Father, Jesus didn't need to be elected. He didn't need to be chosen by the people or appointed by any court or leadership. Jesus is your son. He is one of a kind. He is King of kings and Lord of lords because you have transferred authority into his hands. And Father, we thank you for that authority, and I pray that you would help us to understand it, to recognize it, and to yield to it. Guide us in our study today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In Luke chapter 11, verse 42, we read, But woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and all manner of herbs, and pass by justice and the love of God. These you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. In this final part of Luke chapter 11, Jesus sitting in the home of a Pharisee begins to pronounce woes on the Pharisees and on the legal experts of the Jewish system. As he does this, these woes are unique. They're particular to them, and frankly, some of them are very difficult to understand. We don't really get the language or the wording or the setting in which they're given. But what we want to do is we want to understand, one, Jesus has the authority to rebuke all human leadership, whether political, whether religious, it doesn't matter who they are, Jesus has authority from God. He is God incarnate. He created all things by his power and for his glory, and he sustains these things. And Jesus is the one sent by God who has come to free sinners and to free them not only from sin, but from those who would oppress and keep them from embracing the things of God. And that's exactly what he accuses these individuals of doing. So let's simply look at these words and think about their significance, because we want to see Jesus's authority, but we want to see how he combats, literally, this hypocrisy. He says in verse 42, Woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue, and all manner of herbs, you give a tenth of all these kinds of things, and yet you pass by justice and the love of God. These you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. In other words, he says you should tithe, you should give, you should do that, but you should not pass by or ignore justice and the love of God. Justice is one of those things that's very important to God. God is just. He is perfectly just and perfectly loving. And they are not to pass by justice. They're in leadership. They are to justly lead, justly make decisions and rule. And they are to promote 
and embrace the love of God. In verse 43, he says, Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love the best seats in the synagogues and greetings in the marketplaces. You love attention. You love people recognizing who you are and then paying homage to who you are, giving you special honor. Verse 44, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like graves which are not seen, and the men who walk over them are not aware of them. You're not full of life. You're dead. You're like an unmarked grave that people can walk over, and they don't even know that you're dead. They don't even know that you're there as a dead carcass. You do not have life, nor are you life-giving. In verse 45, then one of the lawyers answered and said to him, Teacher, by saying these things, you reproach us also. And notice, (laughs) one of the lawyers understood exactly what Jesus was doing. They all did. He, being Jesus, an itinerant preacher and rabbi, was reproaching the scribes and the Pharisees. This lawyer says, you say this to us too. We're in the same crowd. Verse 46, Jesus says, woe to you also, lawyers. Woe to you guys too. For you load men with burdens hard to bear, and you yourselves do not touch the burdens with one of your fingers. You lay all of these legal requirements, these religious legal requirements, on the people, and you don't bother doing them yourself. You load them down. You burden them with these things, and you don't try to lift it yourself. You don't try to do what you're teaching. Verse 47, woe to you, for you build the tombs of the prophets, and your fathers killed them. In fact, you bear witness that you approve the deeds of your fathers, for they indeed killed them, and you build their tombs. You are, by your behavior, consenting to the work of your fathers. Your fathers, who rejected the prophets, persecuted them, and even killed some of them. The way you behave, the way you treat the law, the way you treat the people, your heart is like the heart of your fathers, who killed the prophets. Now, were these individuals killing the prophets? No. But what they were doing was they were perpetuating the same attitudes and lies and disregard for the prophecies that their fathers had. Verse 49, Therefore the wisdom of God also said, I will send them prophets and apostles, and some of them they will kill and persecute, that the blood of all the prophets, which was shed from the foundation of the world, may be required of this generation, from the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who perished between the altar and the temple. Yes, I say to you, it shall be required of this generation. God sent them prophets. God sent them individuals to declare his word, the prophets of old, the apostles of the New Testament. And they rejected the message of God. They rejected God's messengers. They ignored their words. They killed the prophets. Notice that even Abel is considered a prophet, a messenger from God. God sent them these individuals knowing what they would do. And yet he sent them anyway, giving them the opportunity to be right, to hear the truth. In verse 52, Woe to you, lawyers, for you have taken away the key of knowledge. You did not enter in yourselves, and those who were entering in, you hindered. Now the key of knowledge here is the key to the door. You have taken away the key that unlocks the door to knowledge. You yourselves did not use the key or enter in, and you have prevented those who desired to enter in from entering in. 
the lawyers were to provide insight and understanding so that the people could know the truth, know the word, know God. By their teachings, by their attitudes, by their requirements, they have taken away that key. They have kept the people from knowing the truth. Teachers, Pharisees, leaders, apostles, pastors, preachers, all of these individuals are given by God to provide access to the true knowledge of God, to the truth. And when we teach wrongly, or when we put obstacles in front of the people, we take away the key of that knowledge. And Jesus says, you not only took away the key, you didn't bother entering in either. What a sad commentary Jesus lays out for us in this passage. At this meal, surrounded by these people, what a bold proclamation. Verse 53, and as he said these things to them, the scribes and Pharisees began to assail him vehemently and to cross-examine him about many things, lying in wait for him and seeking to catch him in something he might say that they might accuse him. They attacked him. They didn't let it go. They verbally attacked him and assaulted him, cross-examining him. They did this vehemently. The barrage of words are characterized by the words, they assailed him vehemently. And after this, they began to lie in wait for him, like predators. And they were trying to catch him in something he might say. The tables turned here in a very radical and dramatic way. The leadership of Israel was out to get Jesus. Why? Because he told them the truth. It was the same for John the Baptist, who was arrested and then beheaded. He spoke the truth to a king, and he was imprisoned and then beheaded. People don't want to hear the truth. People don't want to be corrected, rebuked, challenged. People want to be coddled. They want to be encouraged. And yet Jesus says, I did not come to bring peace but a sword. The truth divides. Those who refuse to hear it are divided to one side. Those who hear it are divided to the other. We need to know this. We need to seek correction. We need to desire rebuking if we're wrong, that we may be right. Is that your attitude? Is that your response to these kind of things? Our attitudes to the rebukes of Scripture in our life are far more important than the details of this one little passage. Are we hindering other people from coming to the knowledge of God by what we say and what we do? Or do we provide access to that knowledge? Are we hypocritical? Do we behave outwardly one way, but on the inside we're another? Are we all about the show, the presentation, the demonstration? Is church all about us, what we like and what we want to do, and so we sit in judgment? Is that what this is about? It should not be. We are servants of the Most Holy God. We need to live as servants of the Most Holy God, inwardly and outwardly clean as we saw in our last study. Father in heaven, open our eyes to the truth. Open our eyes to the truth regarding us. Help us not be deceived. Help us not to have our eyes dimmed. Help us to know the truth and to be set free from sin and flesh by the truth. Help us to be cleansed inwardly as well as outwardly. Help what people see on the outside to be a reflection of the holiness, the godliness that is on the inside. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. 
You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.